welcome to our first uh, bro- Broken Fuse video game podcast uh, game of the year selection for 2011. Uh, it is uh, December the 28th today, Wednesday, December 28th, and we're starting up our podcast for, it's been a while. So uh, let's start uh, with uh, you guys. Uh, what have uh, you guys been playing recently? John? Can we start with Harley? Sure, Harley. What have you yes, been playing? Sure. I've been uh, well, you know, I've been I've been playing Mario Kart as everybody knows. Um, probably not as much in the last couple of days, but uh, uh, I've been also playing some Jetpack Joyride on my iPhone, um, and of course some League of Legends. Uh, it's pretty much the average uh, week for me. Uh, how about how about you, John? Uh, let's see. There's some Fire Emblem, there's some Warcraft, there's some League, and as a recent Super Mario Land. That's good. Uh, yeah, and I've been playing a lot of uh, Mario Kart myself. Uh, been getting in some hours with Uncharted. Uh, been picking that up again just this week. And um, getting some time into the Minish Cap as well, and Skyward Sword on the Wii. And yeah, let's get into business. We'll start off with our first category, which is action adventure. So, Harley, why don't you read our nominees for this year? All right, so. For best action adventure games, we have Uncharted 3, Drake's Deception. Uh, we have Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword, uh, Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, uh, Batman Arkham City. Um, and, wait, hold on. My list. Uh, I guess I'll continue with the list then. Uh, we have Deus Ex Human Revolution. L.A. Noir and Okami. Oh crap! What's that list? Uh, don't worry about it, John. Uh, yeah, I didn't open it. Uh, right now, uh, let's reveal our winner. Uh, for this category, we have Legend of Zelda, Skyward Sword. Uh, the reason why we picked it is. Uh, it's a great adventure game, even though it's a 25-year-old game. It's been a great adventure to go on whenever it comes out, even though it takes them five years to make this game. Are there any other reasons that uh, oh, you guys would choose this game for your our action-adventure game of the year? That's well. I mean, it's been a long time coming. There's so much anticipation, and it actually lived up to expectations. So I think uh, it's a well-deserved uh, uh, game of the year title. I mean, it's 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 definitely a phenomenal uh, uh, game, and it's 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 just. I think it's in a category. The other titles, not to say that they're not good games, it's just in in comparison on a relative scale, it's just not the same. Uh, Skyward Sword is something that will go down in history as one of the legendary Zelda games to play. 
for sure. It's uh, the five years definitely made it a sweeter wait for the wait was will be quite sweet, but uh, un we would like to see it a little more often. But five years is a worthwhile wait for such an epic game, especially the puzzles. Uh, there's definitely a lot of puzzles to get into the dungeon as well, within the dungeon as well, which I think is a little bit different than the traditional one, which I think is a good play on Nintendo's part for uh, Skyward Sword. And let's not forget the controller as well. Uh, yes, of course. It's always good to have. It's always good to have hardware um, along with software, especially limited edition stuff. So, uh, you know, definitely adds to the bundle, adds to the game, adds to the atmosphere. Yeah, and that wraps it up for our action-adventure game of the year. And our next category is uh, Best Shooter Game. And, <laughs> yeah, our nominees are Gears of War 3, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3, Battlefield 3, Deus Ex, Human Revolution, Killzone 3, GoldenEye 007 Reloaded and Yakuza 4. And John, would you like to introduce our winner for this category? It's none other than Gears of War 3. And why did we choose this title, John, for Best Shooter of 2011? Because this is possibly one of the best shooters out there that doesn't need a doesn't need multiplayer to support it as a game overall. It has probably one of the best storylines I've seen in games as of recent, and... Well, what can you say? It's Gears of War. The series doesn't disappoint. Yeah. And, uh... Not to mention, it's, uh... The gore in the game, of course, helps it along. And, of course, it's the uh, end of a trilogy. They pretty much tied up a lot of the loose ends in the game, which I find is really nice. It's, it's not to say that Call of Duty or uh, Battlefield aren't good games, but I sometimes feel like it's a bit repetitive that they release every single year. Yeah, uh, I would say that Killzone overall is still a good game, but I gotta give it to the Gears myself. Anything to say on that, Harley? Or have we covered it? Oh, absolutely. I think uh, <clears throat> Gears of War 3, uh, it, it wraps up the series. It, uh, uh, it, it, it is one of those games that uh, doesn't need multiplayer. It, 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 I think the closest competitor, really, or the Sony equivalent, is Killzone. And uh, when you compare the two, I think Gears of War takes it to another level. Um a lot of people compare shooters and they, they, they talk about, you know, how how epic the Halo trilogy was. Although it's not really a trilogy as we know now. Um, hopefully, and I think Gears is not over yet. It's it's uh, They're going to continue making Gears games and uh, Gears of War 3 definitely epic. Yeah, that I think wraps it up for our shooter game category and we'll be moving on to our best racing game of 2011 alright I got this I have it loaded um, <laughs> our nominees for best racing game uh, is Mario Kart 7 the 3DS uh, Forza Motorsport 4 for the Xbox 360 
Gran Turismo 5 for the PS3 and Ridge Racer 3D for the 3DS. So who wants to name the uh, the winner here? I think you can have the honors of uh, naming our winner for this year. Okay, everybody knows it's gonna it's Mario Kart 7. Uh, I've been everybody knows how big a fan I am, and everybody how I think everybody's playing Mario Kart 7. And Mario Kart 7 the year best recent game. Uh, unquestioned. I mean, it, it's just yeah, a phenomenal race. Yeah, it's a really fun game. It's easy to get into. The controls are great, although not perfect. They're pretty awesome. The 3D is uh, definitely a cosmic. And uh, the gliders and the underwater parts definitely enhance the game, in my opinion, at least. Uh, and they've revamped all the old tracks they put in and to accom accommodate the glider and the underwater sequences that they've added into the mechanics. Uh, John, do you have anything to add to that? Uh, I agree with whatever you guys just said. I'll be right back. Okay, so we will move on to our... Best Simulation Games for 2011. And our... Nominees are Star Fox 64 3D, Pilot Wings Resort, The Sims Medieval, Forza Motorsport 4, Gran Turismo 5, Ace Combat Assault Horizon Legacy, and we have our winner coming up is Star Fox 64. And why we chose that is that it's even though it's a old title revamped, it's been a great ride for the game and the graphics have been updated, they've been smoothed, smoothed over, fully saturated and a ton of fun. Although there's a lack of online multiplayer, there is local multiplayer, which is a blast to play. That it is. Um, <clears throat> I think the closest we had, uh, uh, the, the, the real co uh, competition here was Gran Turismo 5 as a simulation game because of how realistic Gran Turismo was. However, uh, in terms of the legacy behind Gran Turismo 5, uh, it, you know, it wasn't... I think I think a lot of the big reason why Star Fox uh, won was not because it was, let's say, uh, the better-looking game, but because it carried a stronger legacy behind it in that it was a, a resurrection of something that we all played when, when we were little. And uh, it, it definitely... Um, it, it holds a lot more value as a result. Uh, so part of the credit of winning should go towards the 64 version from way back in the day. And uh, it, it's definitely a very fun game. And uh, it's a shame that it doesn't have multiplayer, though. Online multiplayer, to be exact. <laughs> Although the local multiplayer is a blast to play. And, and stop. Yeah, do you have any... Closing points on the this category, John. Um, I don't think you guys pretty much said it all. Okay, and we will be moving on to our next category, which is our best role-playing games for 2011. Do you want to read off our list, uh, Harley? Yeah, sure. Uh, we have uh, so best best role-playing games. We have Elder Scrolls. 
uh, Skyrim, Dark Souls, Deus Ex Human Revolution, Bastion, Soul, Torobo, Red, Red the Hunter. Uh, the Hunter. See, I, I, don't, I don't know that game. Uh, God's Ear Burst, uh, Xenoblade Chronicles, Dragon Age 2, Radiant Historia, and Pokemon Black and White. Uh, the winner is, of course, Elder Scrolls Skyrim. Hey, Most epic game is here. It's, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I don't really think there was really a, a competition. It wasn't even close. Skyrim just blows everything else away. Yeah. Especially since the... it comes up with one of the best memes of all time. <laughs> everything else took an arrow to the knee. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to pull it out. I had to pull it out. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's a ridiculous this is a ridiculous game man. It's ridiculously yeah, long too. And yeah, it's uh, beautifully crafted and even though Bethesda does have its bugs in there, it's a pretty lengthy game, there's crafting, it's really in depth, which is why we uh, have Skyrim as our twenty eleven RPG of the year. covers most, if not all, of our stuff for uh, this game. And our next category is the best horror game for this year. And our nominees are Dead Space 2, Resident Evil Mercenaries, Dead Island, and Fear 3. And our winner for best horror game for 2011 is none other than Dead Space 2. And uh, why I think uh, this game is should is our uh, game of the year for horror is because it's uh, of course it's out in space. It's a little different from most of others, and it's just pretty well built. Uh, it's a fantastic follow-up, um, and again, you know, I, I think uh, Dead Space, uh, I think it is, it succeeded as a result of playing in the horror field because uh, it's not as competitive as, as some of the other categories that we have, and uh, some of the, the the titles that we were up against, uh, I mean, it's, it's, they're not exactly, uh, I wouldn't say they're bad games, but they certainly had some 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 issues, some some bugs, some some. Um, I don't know, annoying things that really affected the gameplay. Uh, Dead Space comes out as the winner. It's the cleanest, it's the most complete game that we have in this category. Yeah, I think that wraps it up for our horror shot for 2011. And our next category is Best Indie Game. And our nominees are Bit Trip Complete the Wii, Bit Trip Saga on the 3DS, Minecraft on PC, iOS, and Android, and Cave Story 3D on the 3DS. And our winner is, surprise surprise, Minecraft. Why we chose this for our best indie game for this year is that it's a really unique title, and it's very interactive, 
it's basically a huge Lego uh, world of Lego where you can build stuff uh, and do whatever you want with all these Lego pieces. It's uh, not to mention we love indie titles and Minecraft is one of those games that started off real quiet, started off without, you know, major advertising and just it just took off and I believe it's one of the most successful games uh, this year and uh, it, it's extremely popular and is extremely fun to play uh, basically infinite number of hours of gameplay right there um, and just for those that want to know the price tag is is I believe I don't know if they increased the price or not but I think it's something like 20 bucks for Minecraft so it's def it's a it's more than a full title. It's, at the very least, it's a full game, and the price it's priced way under the yeah. regular fifty nine ninety nine that uh, you would be expecting for a game like this. Yeah, that and you gotta look at the graphics. It takes you back to the six bit Nintendo days. I mean, you gotta like that. Yeah, who doesn't like uh, a bit of retro graphics to pop up unexpectedly like this? Yeah, I mean nowadays it's all about graphics, but to see a game like this go back to what we started with is kind of nice and a little bit of a change to the usual. Yeah, and uh, that wraps it up for our indie game of the year. Our next category is best music slash rhythm game. And our nominees are Rhythm Heaven Wii, Dance Central 2 on the 360, Just Dance 3 across all home platforms except for PC, and Rocksmith on the PS3, the 360, and the PC. Oh, who's second is me? Uh, yeah, sure. Well... The winner is uh, Rocksmith, and I gotta say, this is why we've all seen games like Rock Band and uh, Guitar Hero, where you use like those typical guitar controllers. But with Rocksmith, you actually plug in a real guitar, and while you play, you actually learn different tabs and different chords, which kind of makes it unique to what we're used to, which is why it becomes our winner. And that wraps it up for our best music and rhythm game for this year. And our next category is uh, Platformer. And our armies are not... Sorry. Sorry, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, our nominees are Kirby Returns to Dreamland, Super Mario 3D Land, Little Big Planet 2, Sonic Generations, Kirby Mass Attack, Cave Story, and Catherine. And our winner for this category is Super Mario 3D Land, which shouldn't be too big a surprise because it's a top-notch game. It's all the graphics are what you would expect on the Wii, but on the 3DS. It's really colorful, fun levels, and really precise platforming, which you would expect from Nintendo. And it's a ton of fun. 
and it utilizes the 3D in the 3DS for the platforming uh, in the platforming itself, which is kind of interesting because it, it kind of strays away from the traditional platformer, and it brings a whole other element into the the platforming experience. Uh, it's very interesting. Yeah, you're used to just two-dimensional straight line where you know, if you have that three third dimension there, which is exactly what you said, and it just changes the gameplay altogether to a very classic game series. Yeah, on top of the quote-unquote so, yeah. quote 3D platforming in there, the 3D screen does help add a, a depth of field that you don't get on a lot of other platformers uh, these days, too. And that wraps it up for our platforming segment. And our next one is uh, the best MMO game for 2011. And our two nominees are Star Wars The Old Republic and World of Warcraft. Cataclysm. And yes, I know uh, Cataclysm was released last year, but unfortunately we don't have a, another huge MMO this year, and Cataclysm was released pretty late as well. And it released, yeah, it was released in November of 2010, if I remember. I think. I thought it was October, I don't remember. It was either November or December, if I remember correctly. I think it was which November. Is, which is but typically yeah, I... Blizzard's release uh, for Warcraft, World of Warcraft. And our winner of this MMO category is Star Wars The Old Republic. Uh, the reason why I chose this game is that uh, it's a really easy game to get into for, a mem for an MMO. It's... Uh, ton of fun, especially if you're already in uh, entrenched in the lore of Star Wars. There's a lot of history in it. And of course, the uh, opening cutscenes are freaking awesome as well. So, uh, what do you guys uh, think about uh, the game from the trailers you've seen? I mean, I think, I think uh, Cataclysm... It, I mean, one of the things... It, it, the reason why Cataclysm didn't win was because it's been around for a while, and World of Warcraft has been around for a while. Cataclysm doesn't really offer... It's fantastic. It offers the same theme that World of Warcraft has been running on for many years now, but uh, it certainly did not sort of... Uh, it's not as groundbreaking as, as, as Star Wars is and will be. Um, so it's more of a... We're looking more along the lines of future potential than we are sort of of current value today. Um, Cataclysm is a fantastic game. It just didn't bring anything new to the table. So um, now I know a lot of World of Warcraft nerds are going to be uh, trolling or ranting on this, but I mean, it, it, uh, it just simply put, it's not anything that we haven't seen before. The Old Republic is something that we haven't seen from the, from the line of Star Wars games uh, that have been out previous it's it's definitely a step up from what we've seen before um cataclysm is more like an expansion well it is an expansion, it's an expansion. yeah kind of like the whole classic call of duty back in the shooter series it's 
Modern Warfare 3 is a good game, but it doesn't offer anything new. Now I know Gears 3 is a trilogy, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Gears, look, Gears has a story to it, right? And it's, yeah. you, know, you play it more for the story than you do for anything else. Whereas Modern Warfare, it's, it's backed by the multiplayer. And if you have Black Ops, it's more or less the same thing. You just get different. it's a map pack, really. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's why I like Gears because I play Gear for the storyline. And all of the time I own the three Gear series, I've probably gone online maybe once or twice. It's been pure storyline for me. Yeah, I guess this wraps it up for our MMO section of. Uh... Or uh, Gears. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, wraps it up for our MMO portion of our Game of the Year podcast. And our <laughs> next category is pe- Best Puzzle Game. And our nominees are Portal 2, LA Noir, Scribble Knots Remixed, Kirby Mass Attack, and Catherine. And, uh,. Would you, one of you guys like to introduce our uh, winner for this category? Ah, uh, sure, I'll take it. And the winner yeah. of this year. And the winner of the best puzzle game of 2011 was Portal 2. And even though it's. Even though we have already seen Portal 1, essentially. The whole Portal series just adds a new twist to our whole puzzle. With well, the whole puzzle is Nandra, you know what I mean. Yeah, it's a... Uh, it's a lot of fun. All these uh, titles that we've nominated are top-notch games as well. Yeah. Yeah. L.A. Noir, I mean, really close. Yeah. Competition, L.A. Noir was a fantastic game. It, almost, it was a, almost a new genre, if you will. Uh, yeah. Scribble Knots is a lot of fun. Um, Catherine definitely brings something new. Yeah, uh, Kirby Thomas. Mass Attack as well. Um, but, you know, again, we're at the end of the day, I think Portal 2, uh, just a lot of fun. Anyone can get into it. You just pick it up and go. And uh, it's, it, it, is, it is somewhat of a remake from the original Portal, but uh, we still felt like it should deserve the Game of the Year award. Yeah. As I said, not taking anything away from the others. It's just that... Just a slightly better than the other ones. Like you said, Emily Noir is a close one. All the other ones, yeah. Yeah, and of course, uh, you can't forget about Glados and uh, Portal. Oh. And our next category is best sports game of 2011, and our nominees are FIFA 12, NBA Jam on Fire. Halloween's Resort, MLB 11 The Show, Mario Sports Mix, and WWE All-Stars. And our winner for this category is NBA Jam on Fire. The reason why we picked this game is because it's it's a lot of fun. It's different from your every year, the release we see every year for the sports genre, especially with like this the soccer games, the football games, the uh, hockey games we see every year that offer only a slight tweak to the gameplay and of course the roster updates. 
Yeah, I mean, this is not an every year game. This changes basketball. I mean, it, or it's not just basketball. If any game made something like this with arcade-like, over-the-top action, uh, it, you know, really offers something new and fresh. And it certainly is much, much more interesting than the yearly refresh we get with every, you know, uh, NFL, uh, you know, MLB or NBA title that's released every year. Yeah. It's kind of like, even though I think All-Stars is a, a little bit on the cheesy side, it's kind of like that versus the traditional WWE series games. I mean, the All-Star series is just over the top, over accelerated, over hyped up action. Just, just something new to the genre. Yeah. Basically over the top wrestling for... Yeah. For time's sake. Yeah. And NBA kind of kind of brings back a little bit of the classic, but still gives you something new. Yeah, it's definitely a breath of fresh air for the sports genre for us. Yeah. And our next category is the best fighting game of 2011. Our nominees are Mortal Kombat. I think it's Mortal Kombat 4 now. If I'm... Yeah. Remember correctly. Uh, Super Street Fighter 3D, Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3, Pokemon Rumble Blast, Blaze Blue Continuum Shift 2, Dead or Alive Dimensions, and our winner for this category is going to be Super Street Fighter 3D. So, uh, Harley, would you like to elaborate why we chose this game for our fighter game of 2011? This, okay, so the reason, okay, so we have Street Fighter 4, we have Super Street Fighter 4, and we have Super Street Fighter 4 3D. The reason why we chose Super Street Fighter 4 3D is because it essentially, it, it's so complete as a game, it's ridiculous that they put it on a handheld. It, it is absolutely amazing that they were able to put as much content and as much detail onto the Nintendo 3DS as they could uh, relative to what was there for Super Street Fighter and Street Fighter 4 um, it's essentially like the exact same game on your PS3 uh, but crammed into your over 3DS on, but in handheld form and it's, it's phenomenal and not to mention the 3D aspect of it as well it, it, it's a ph phenomenal game and uh, it was released, uh, I believe it was a launch title, or it was yeah, released it was shortly a, after. Yeah, it was a but, launch uh, title. It was, one of, it was one of the first and only titles out there for the 3DS that basically carried the 3DS in the first uh, couple months that came out, because the 3DS released with nothing. And the Super Street Fighter 3D literally carried the 3DS on its back for a, a tremendous period of time yeah, for about and it's a little uh, game Ocarina and everybody out. should play if you have a 3DS you really should get on it, it, it it's a fantastic fighting game yeah and yeah of course you have the street pass uh, fights that you get once every so often if you pass somebody that does own the game and has activated the spot pass a uh, street pass feature on it <laughs> it's a it's definitely a fun way to see how your lineup matches up against uh, other players uh, locally or abroad if you meet somebody with Street Pass through uh, Super Street Fighter uh, 3D. 
that wraps it up for our fighters uh, genre. And I think we are moving on to our last category, which is our Game of the Year nominees. And our Game of the Year nominees are Uncharted 3, Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword, Batman Arkham City, Xenoblade Chronicles, Elder Scrolls, Elder Scrolls 5 Skyrim, LA Noir, Gears of War 3, and uh, so all these titles are top-notch titles on their respective platforms and yeah so let's cut to the chase and we'll announce our choice and it is Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword and the reason why we chose it and it was a pretty close uh, vote between Skyward Sword and Skyrim but unfortunately Skyrim had to take the arrow to the knee this time <laughs> I still think you should be good. it should be Gears uh, the reason why it won out is <laughs> is uh, it's been five years since we've had a Zelda game and uh, it's it's 5,200 hours of gameplay, and uh, there's a lot of puzzles in there that uh, I feel that it's been a good run for Zelda this year, especially because it's a 25th anniversary, and they they've added the control on the motion controls really nicely. It's really integrated nicely when it does work, although it's it can be infuriating when it doesn't work properly. But overall, the packaging, I mean, the way they've bundled th this game, the way they've presented it, it it's just a phenomenal package. It, 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 uh, it, it, it's, again, we talked about this before, but it's, it's, about, it's about legacy. It's about the anticipation. It's about how legendary it will be five, ten years from now. Yeah. And, you know, we think that Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword um, you know, many many years from now, will still be one of the you know will will be referred to as one of the classics for the for the Nintendo Wii and for actually for any game uh, in this that that came out this year, um, and that's why I think uh, uh, Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword basically made every other game take an arrow to the knee. Um, yeah. So and that's why we ha we chose uh, Skyward Sword as our game of the year. Yeah, and of course the graphics for this game is phenomenal. It's basically a walking painting. Like if you are familiar with a uh, Monet's watercolor paintings, it literally looks like that, but moving. And that's one of the reasons that we chose this over many of the other games that have quote-unquote realistic graphics. And of course uh, the motion controls were, as I mentioned earlier, integrated really nicely. And, uh, yeah, and the character design is phenomenal for Nintendo to bring out, uh, especially Zelda. Like, she's a lot spunkier than a lot of the titles that we've seen her in. And you feel a connection to Link as well. You really want to care about him, because he's basically lost his childhood friend right there to the story. So, uh, John, do you have any 
comments on Skyward Sword being our overall game of the year? Does it have to be about Skyward Sword? Yes. Um. <laughs> As I got one more to say. It's Zelda, for God's sakes. That right there in itself says it all. Yeah, of course. Uh, that pretty much concludes our Game of the Year podcast for 2011, our first ever. I hope you enjoyed it. We will have this podcast uh, posted up sometime tomorrow, and of course our full write-up should be up tomorrow as well once I get everything done on this podcast, and we will see you in the new year. Can't wait for the new games coming out next year. It's been a fantastic 2011. Uh, but uh, also really, really looking forward to some of the 2012 releases. Yes. And for um, those who don't have it, get yours. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and we will see you in the new year. Better. And don't forget to visit our site at brokenfuse.com and check out our Twitter feed at broken underscore fuse. And we will see you in sometime early in the new year. And I'm not going to make a plug about the